everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. This episode brought to you by Ikea. I've been thinking about getting a plug. Ikea. Ikea. It's a magical place filled with build your own stuff. Build your own furniture, fucking stuffed sharks and meatballs. Fuck yeah. Fantastic. What a beautiful realm. It's a fey realm of infinite design. I would believe it. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. I am your game master. <laughs> Jameson Oxford, welcome back to part two of our Solstmas series. This time we fuck up Easter. Yes, that's the tagline. They're fucking up Easter. For Solstmas? For Solstmas. Yeah. It's because we've never done an Easter special, so we've got to, like, branch out with our Solstmas. Yeah, he starts running out of gas, yeah. The Solstmas well kind of dried up for me, so I decided to punch it other ones. I ran out of gas with Solstmas. Next, we're going to attack Arbor Day, so... Mm. Fuck Arbor Day. Anyway, we are Torch the Tavern. We are a real play TTRPG podcast focused on character something or other. This episode is not that. This episode is wild and weird and stupid and everything about this should be thrown in the garbage. This episode is all about Dee's Newts. Yes, this episode is a Dee's Newts special. My name is Jameson Oxford. Playing with me is Ryan, Jeff, and Mitch. They are currently playing the characters of Roth, Toe, Jin Baron. Is that right? Nope. nope. Jindorum. <laughs> Jindorum and Dee's Newts, Chogon Newts, and Ligma Newts, respectively for Mitch, who has three goblins in a trench coat. Go back and listen to the other episode. There's no way I could sum up anything, what they did, and anything that makes sense. Madness. Absolute. I'm jumping into it. I don't... We're ruining Easter today. Welcome back. It's bonkers. Yeah, totally nuts. Bonkers. No if, ands, or buts, but bonkers. Happy Solstmas. Last we had opened up, you opened a golden door shaped like an egg, and it had clicked open and you had entered the treasure room of the Lord of Easter, the queen of the entire holiday, where she keeps her special treasures and Cadbury cream eggs. Love it. But also, of note, the world egg, which sits front and center in the center of the treasure room on a soft pillow inside a large Easter basket filled with that weird plastic fluffy grass stuff. Oh yeah, weird plastic fluffy grass. Which is really great because it means that it's easily portable as one of you puts your hand on it and starts to head out, surrounded by confused chickens. No, 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 we let him paint it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We're definitely gonna paint it. Oh, we're gonna paint it right here? Wait, wait, uh, right, right here, right? You want us to paint it right here in the treasure room. There's not going to be like a... There's going to be no ceremony. It's for afterward. It's a surprise, darling. It's a surprise for the town. It need be ready for the ceremony. Oh, we're just going to present it painted. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yes. Everyone, everyone, get to painting now. He yells at all his little chickens, and they all run in and start getting to work on the world egg. Thank you, chef. You guys are going to let them take the time to paint it. I see. Yeah. Look. Ryan had a plan. I'm not here to fuck it up. Yeah, a plan. I'm going to clock watch him, which means I will only allow them like 10 minutes. <laughs> Give him 10 minutes to paint the world egg. At five minutes, I'll be like, I thought you were professionals. We've got a schedule to keep. You see like one of them, he's like painting these little lines on it. He's got one of those wax markers and he's like laying out an outline. It's called crayon, Jay. Yeah, it's a wax marker. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it is called crayon typically. It is called a wax marker in the kit. Okay. <laughs> no, wax markers are what the military use in less than lethal training. Uh, yeah, he's right. What? What's a wax marker? It's like a paintball gun, but you can use wax rounds. They travel differently. Ding. Ow. Yeah. No, they hurt a lot. Yeah. 
That was quite a ding for that one. They also use live paint rounds, which are different. Yeah. I don't know if they use wax anymore, though. They might not. I don't think they do, but they do use it for knife training. For knife training, you're basically using a wax marker. It's the same sort of thing. A fake blade with some fucking paint or wax on the end of it. So when you touch somebody, they know. As Jin bosses them around and pulls out of the stopwatch, you watch that the dude with like the, the, the crayon is just like, looks up and is like, what? And you see that two other chickens just knock him out of the way and they start dipping it into the colored vats, just like manhandling it, just flipping it around and putting it different sides. Can I see that crayon? Uh, I guess. Not like I need it anymore. Thank you. I give it to Jim to eat. <laughs> Jim eats it. Ah, Jim's Marine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a jarhead joke too. I really was. If this is for me, I'm going to roll to see how good the egg looks. <laughs> it's in 10 minutes. I'm going to roll with disadvantage. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that for you. Hey, 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 hey. I aid. Oh, so it's not a disadvantage? How do you aid? These newts aids. Explain how you aid. Right now. Tell me. Condescendingly. That's, no, give me more. <laughs> give me more, goddammit. Can I aid with an intimidation to make sure that they do it right? No. Oh. Effectively, Dee's Newts calls them out for every little mistake. Like, when the guy's got the crayon, she's like, oh, you missed a line there, darling. That's a bit sloppy. You should thicken that up to match the other one. Those colors look a bit off. If you combine in that order, I think they're going to clash. Do you have a skill associated with this? Disguise kit. <laughs> and mastermind. Yes, he does. You know what? You have the discerning eye. You can do this. They do get advantage, which makes it from a nat one <laughs> to the first roll, which would have been an 18. It looks so good. These chickens thrive under pressure. Love it. Yeah, that's right. It's like tie-dye, but like it's not chaotic and the colors don't run into each other and create that shitty brown that most tie-dyes do where like when the two different colors meet, it just makes like a shit line. Yep. Yeah. And the dude and the stuff that the dude, the wax crayon that the guy managed to get on it did this beautiful filigree. And when they're finally done, one of the chickens comes out who is last in line and he unveils one pot which is just solid gold. And they replace the wax-lined area with this golden filigree. So it looks like a stained glass watercolor of an egg. I love it. The world egg is painted. I go, now that's the professionals I thought you were. Good work. The queen will be more than proud. Broth is just slow clapping. Like, I love it. Perfect. Amazing. I need you guys to roll a luck check. Pick one of you and do it. Oh, yeah. 17. 17. Wow. Well, there it is. 17, then. Confirmed. Despite the fact that you took the time, despite the fact that you've been less than quiet and the fact that you've essentially murdered the head of the guard, nobody is the wiser. And even though you've told everyone to be on high alert outside, it has stayed outside. At one point, the queen has asked for food and no one was in the kitchen. So somebody's looking into that. But you guys are already at the gate by the time anyone realizes that anything is wrong. And as you hear the cries... You and a retinue of chickens are heading down to the fair to display the world egg back down in the town. <laughs> Do you just bring these chickens with you from this point on? I would like to bring the chickens back to Jack. Okay. Okay. I would have dismissed them, but if that's what Ryan wants. No, because you know what he needs? Attendants. Chicken helpers. He needs a bunch of tiny little helpers. Little chicken helpers. As Mr. Willy Wonka needs a bunch of little helpers. <laughs> And they need to have come from somewhere else. Yes. To match the Wonka lore. Exactly. <laughs> yes, they need to come from somewhere else, tricked into doing service for him. This is working out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call them? Uh, it's Oompa Loompa, but these are chickens, so like chicken nuggets. I think they're Ooganugas. Love it. Ooganuga. They're dinos. They're dinos? 
Uh-huh. Like nuggets. Yes. Dino nuggets. The dino nuggets? <laughs> They're dinos. They're dino nuggets. Little dino nuggets. Only if they don't perform well. They're little dino nuggets. <laughs> dino nuggets are great. Fuck yourself. No, I mean, we, we murder them. We slaughter them for nuggets. Jeez. Can I get some chalky milk to go with it? Oh, fair enough. Keeping it dark for Easter. Keeping it dark. Because we can't help it. You guys show back up to the location that Jack has been sprucing up, and when you get back, you open up the door, and whatever magic these fairy lords always have, once again, the place that was once this tiny, cramped, little, like, X chemical factory. They were making chemical X here? Yes, you are. Several things are being made here. Professor. They used to, but now they make candy. Ah. Yes, exactly. Careful, don't mix that sugar and spice and everything nice with any of that chemical X. I know what happens. That would be bad. It would be bad. You know who's not making children in a lab? Jack. Jack is not making little girls in a laboratory. Jack has turned this little lab into a very large on the inside chocolate factory. As you open the door, you are greeted with this whole, like, chocolate river experience in the opening room. And you immediately watch the chickens just sort of enter. Wait, Ryan, are you okay? How does Ryan's character handle the flowing chocolate river? He's had a day with chocolate. <laughs> yes, a little bit triggered by the chocolate river, I'm sure. Roth, you okay, bud? Hey, as long as it's not scalding hot and being thrown on me, I'm all good. When you guys show up, you see all the chickens walk in like, oh, wow, as they walk in and just like check things out. You guys bring the world egg to Jack and Jack is standing there waiting for you all to enter. He steps forward. He trips. He does a little tumble and jumps up. You're back. We sure are. Holy crap. You did it. Yes, we've done it. And we've even got it colored. Uh, you brought uh, the captain of her heron guard. Oh, no, that's that's Jin. Yes. Yes, of course. Oh, oh, Jin. Good to see you. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, as you can see, I've spruced up the place. Everything's very cold and there's a river of chocolate and the river of chocolate dead ends at an incredibly fat pig who is just drinking it up as it comes his way with his mouth open like hungry, hungry hippos. Jin, is that your hog? It's your pig. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there's more. Well, he looks happy. I was trying to figure out drainage, but he made it not necessary. What about his drainage? It hasn't happened yet, and I'm a bit alarmed. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. That's going to contaminate your river. That's not my problem. That's the exit of the river. <laughs> Don't drink the chocolate that's in the sewer. Absolutely not. Hey, kids, we've had a lot of fun today, but just remember... Don't drink the chocolate that's in the sewer. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> Don't drink the sewer chocolate, children. That's our public service announcement today. That's a different kind of chocolate river. You guys got the egg. I can't, I can't actually, that was, I, mean, I left you alone for maybe an hour? Mm-hmm. We're the best you got. That was an hour? I think, something like that. Well, all right, so we have the egg. Uh, now that we have her power taken away from her, we just start to build our own. Please do tell more. Orders are something I can accomplish. I've brought a lot of helpers along with us. All right, we are going to enter the world egg into the contest. Hide it for now. Done. What? Hide the egg. Hide the egg. In, in this in this giant place? Can I do it in here? There's a contest? Yes. Or do you need me to take it outside of this building? Yes. What is the contest for? Why would we put the egg in the candy contest? Well, there, there was a candy contest as well as a egg painting contest, and I think that part of the egg painting contest would be to truly take away her power and make sure that no one follows the Queen of Easter. We provide the world egg so beautifully painted at the contest. In the meantime, we must hide it. But 
Okay. She will be truly embarrassed. Not in here, though. If you want to hide it here, there's plenty of place to hide it here. But uh, we are new in town, and if they do get any idea that we did it, they'll probably check here first. It's up to you, though. You know your business. We So we, we stole the egg, which is her power, right? I'll just go on record and say that what has apparently happened is a coup by Peter Cottontail taking half of her workforce and the world egg away to this other location. That is what it will look like. Yes. And Peter Cottontail no longer exists, so it doesn't even really matter. No, Peter Cottontail does exist. You're him. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I choose to be. When he feels like it. (laughs) Yeah, because no one has found the fucking body. Because it was on fire. I forgot to mention that when you left, the guard shack was on fire. There was a lot that they were dealing with. <laughs> Lord. So the body will never be found. It's fun that you let that stand. I don't leave loose ends, darling. This is a bit brusque, I'm aware. But I feel like my character feels he's earned it. Put my hand on Jack Frost's shoulder, and I'm going to go, These little ones, mm-hmm. can you uh, do your thing? Because I lean in. I'm going to need to change form. And uh, unless you make them real happy with you. They might start to want to do something else. I've got you. Hey, everyone. And he reaches into his pocket and he goes, candy corn. And he just throws corn in front of these chickens. And they all turn and start pecking at the candy corn on the ground. That's hilarious. So do Roth and Jim. (laughs) Oh, both of you. You start pecking at the ground? Because very much like Ryan, they fucking love some candy corn. Oh, gosh. What a rarity you are. You're a fucking unicorn, Ryan. Nice to see that there are some people out there. I fucking love candy corn. Okay, Ryan. Why? Because it's delicious. What do you mean, why? Okay. You get the auto mix and it comes with chocolate ones or you can get the fucking pumpkin ones. It's great. Like pumpkin spice candy corn? God, I wish. <laughs> God, could he be more basic? I can only be so erect, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. He distracts them. You can change form. What do you guys do? God, what, can I get a Cadbury cream egg with some pumpkin spice filling? Please. Jack hands you one. yeah i change form i turn into a red cap because a red cap's easy to blend in around here and then i go right don't 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 oh let's uh get this egg hidden i suppose so yes i think it best that i not know where you hide i think that's probably for the best too and i take the egg (laughs) i've actually got a great idea i'm listening i'm all ears in fact hey miss newts yes darling Do you mind disrobing for me? Excuse me, sir. I feel that is hardly appropriate. I'm just going to roll persuasion real quick. Yeah. Yeah, roll that persuasion. That's a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Newt sashays up to you and slaps you with a tiny goblin hand. I I do apologize for that, but what I really wanted was for uh, one of your brothers to hold it under your your coat. For the first time, Ligma Newt speaks and just gives out a strained, please, no more. Please, no more. Please don't make him hold the egg. He's got too much weight. <laughs> Ligma, you know you guys can switch every now and then, right? Deez opens up the cloak and you, you look down and Ligma has ass for days. Ligma's thighs <laughs> save lives. Ligma is stacked like a dude who doesn't know what arm day is. Okay, never mind. Okay, so we can't hide it with the goblins. Yeah, I kind of I thought that it probably wasn't going to work. Okay, well, you didn't have any ideas, so let's go. Sure. Uh, let's uh, go look around. Maybe we'll find something. And uh, in the meantime, I go, Jack, can I have a bag? Maybe one like your bag, where I can put something that's somewhat big and make it look somewhat small. 
Yeah, want a uh, handy haversack or a bag of holding? Either doesn't matter. Uh, ho hold on. Uh, I don't have the sack with me. Uh, I'll be right back. He wanders off to the back. It takes him a long time because this place is very big and he comes back with a bag of holding for it. Perfect. Thank you. Jindoram opens the bag and then he puts the egg in it. Then he makes the bag small again and he goes, Perfect. And then goes, Now we can, uh, ties it to his belt. Find a place to put this. Or at least I can. But your two help would be good. So where do you want to try to put it? We were already told that inside the factory may not be a good place. And I agree with that because everybody saw us walk in here with that stupid egg. Yeah, it is a big place, though. Like he said, it wouldn't be bad, but they would probably look here like it's up to you. Yeah, I'm going to go outside. Would Jack be able to duplicate the egg? No, no, I am not able to duplicate something as powerful as the world egg. Anyone who recognizes it would see it immediately. Also, the art on this is unmatchable. You are quite a talented artist. He looks at the chicken. <laughs> uh... Well, you see, you could make, like, a fake one. And then we I brought you the workers who created it here. That being said, I, I did once hear a story about you making a bunch of fake versions of the sack with sack. Same basic principle. A decoy, maybe? So you want to hide a bunch of eggs? I mean, I mean, we could, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Why not? Uh, excuse me, chicken nuggets. Come, come, come. I need you to make so many more eggs. Uh, as many as you can. That's what we're doing today. We're decorating eggs. Come with me. I'm going to need everyone's hands. Uh, and he goes into a little room that's completely white, and it's surrounded by a ring of geese. Yeah. And they're very big geese, and he gets you a bunch of goose eggs. I get it. And him and the uh, the Unganugas start decorating goose eggs. Jeff, what's your uh, what's your passive? Passive which? Perception. 17. Oh. Well, you try to steal something from me, bud? I rolled an 18. Oh. You succeed at stealing something from me? Possibly. That's how that works, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, you beat him. Yeah, you beat my passive. All right. Unless I actively look. Am right. I supposed to check my messages or something? What's up? You were, but you didn't, so we moved on. All will become clear in time. Fuck. Mitch is going to find a way to be a betrayer. I just fucking know it. That's such a Mitch thing to do. I'm not playing Gary. God. Yeah, I'm going to go outside yeah. with the egg that I have and um, look for a place to hide it. Like, What, is, what do you want me to... What, what do I do? What do you want me to fucking... Yeah. Hey, you want to know what fucking class I am? What's the terrain look like around here? That's something. There we go. The terrain is... Oh, shit. He's a barbarian. Light forest and prairie. Prairie, green hills. It's the green hill zone, my friend. Yes. It's the green hill zone. Fantastic. Off in the distance, you see a very, very fast blue rodent. Fantastic. So would you call that a grassland? I would call him Knuckles. <laughs> I would call him Knuckles. Yeah, the terrain is Knuckles. <laughs> yes, I would call it grassland. All right, well, that's both of my favorite terrains, both forest and grassland. So I moved through this shit like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Where do you hide it? What are you looking for? What kind of a spot do you think he would hide the egg? Hmm. Something where it is, where it is, like, incredibly inconspicuous. Probably because I assume that magical people could sense or feel it. I would probably try to find something that exudes some version of natural magic, if possible, so that I could cloak it near that. Unless this whole place does that, in which case I could hide it any fucking way. If you're looking for magic, you'd be hiding it in town. There's not a lot of magic out in the wilderness. Fair enough. Does this thing seem very magical? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, insanely. It is a symbol of power. It is like a mantle, almost. Sure. As we've said in the past of previous campaigns, the one who bears it could potentially wield the power of Easter. 
So yeah, I'm gonna go into the city then and try to find a place because I, I imagine that the first thing they're gonna do is try to like locate object that shit or something of that sort. Sure. So I want to be able to like disguise it as best I can, even though the locate object could kind of take you almost straight to it. Yeah. As I see you walking back into uh, the front of the city here, I'm going to call out to you and also one of our chickens here, the chicken that I spoke to, and uh, be like, hey, 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 hey. Jin, I need a name for this chicken. I'm I'm open to suggestions. I'm gonna name this chicken now. Weird name for a chicken. Yeah, now is a weird name for a chicken. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Fuck. I'll never not. It's the best part of that episode, hands down. The chicken's name is Tenders. Tenders. Tendy. Sanders. Tendies. Uh, hi, hi, by the way, my name's Tendies. We didn't get the chance to introduce ourselves. Ah, yes. T- Tendies. Hey, uh, is there an Ikea around here? Uh, I mean... Full circle. I, uh, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They'll never find it. Because you know what's hard as fuck to find shit in? If you want to go look for a specific thing, <laughs> it's fucking hard as fuck to find in Ikea. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, there's an Ikea. There's always an Ikea. Uh, of course there's an Ikea. Where is it? Why? Because I need a flurge. <laughs> What's a flurge? <laughs> I thought it was D&D related. A ridiculous word that sounds like it could be Swedish? Yes, absolutely. Got it. All right. Oh, yeah, they sell flurges. Uh, he shows you where the Ikea is. It radiates magic. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. It's Ikea. Fantastic. This is exactly what I wanted, so... It absolutely radiates magic. I want to the listeners to know that our DM is currently wringing his face. Like how you wring your hands, but his whole face. Yes. His whole face. Jindorm. Yes. How about we hide it in an Ikea? I know where there is one. Now. That's the perfect place to hide it, I think. I think, I think so indeed. Are you ready for some actual names of Ikea furniture? Hit me. A Mickey. A slatum? A la- Ooh. Like Coppington? <laughs> oh god, this one's- This is not even- This is a bath towel. But the name of it is- Vigjunsen? Jun? Sorry. Vag- Vagsion? There it is. A free kitten? Free kitten? <laughs> a kalax? The shark is called a blahage. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Ikea. Yes. Yes. Tate Moss? <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to my lovely store I am here to sell you things And standing before you is Someone who is very out of place in the Feywild The moment you walk in, you feel like you've changed locations You don't feel like you're in the realm of Easter anymore You can just feel the, the vibe change And this very austere, white, clean building Filled with strange furniture Standing before you is a 12 foot tall, pale faced creature that seems to be made almost of like assorted bones but you realize that when you look at it it's not bones it's ikea parts he is constructed of all manner of cabinetry and uh table work but otherwise he looks exactly like a bone devil and uh he looks at you all he's like hello welcome to ikea the demon plane of random parts oh this episode is going places gang (laughs) this episode is going places it was a highway to hell, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't know. I didn't know until we got here. I'm sorry. I am the foreseer of all things. Hello, my name is Gunta. Welcome to Ikea. Let me tell you that I'm personally enjoying the expansion of our Torchlit lore on this episode specifically. <laughs> Make big swings, man. Swing big. Why else bother if we're not gonna swing big? Ah, uh, hello, my name is Gunta. Welcome to the demon plane of random parts, Ikea. Is he Swedish or Indian? I have no idea. <laughs> hello, Gunta. Gunta, we're just looking around. You don't mind if we do that, do ya? Absolutely not. Have a meatball on your way. Guta, do you mind if we get a little lost? I don't suspect that you can avoid it. Perfect. Meatball? Yes, please. Meatball? Yeah, of course. <laughs> he holds out a big old crockpot of Swedish butt meatballs. Or in this case, demon balls. Demish. They're actually demish? Demish. Demish meatballs? You're right, yeah. Yeah, demish meatballs. They're fucking delicious. They smell so good. <laughs> They're delicious. It's the best thing you've ever had. If we don't go to fucking Ikea at some point, I swear to God. <laughs> Guys, we're going to Ikea. Fucking mark it on your calendars. Fuck it, Jeff. Clap us out. <laughs> <laughs> the day is today. I will not belabor the fact that you find a good hiding spot for the world egg in the demon realm of Ikea. That is not the question. The question is, can you find your way back out again? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Can I make a map to find my way back to this? fucking hellscape because i need to be able to find it again too if i find my way out and keep in mind i'm a natural explorer he is a ranger bear in mind one of you does possess oh no you don't because you ate the wax marker jim ate it jim ate the wax marker can jim puke it back up not whole in pieces <laughs> you tell me do you have cartography skills of any kind no but i don't think that's a thing it's a kit actually. Is it a toolkit? Yeah, it's a kit. It's one of those kits that no one would ever think to do. I'm no one, by the way. Welcome. Survival? Yeah, I will say it's probably a survival check. Survival I can do. I promise you, you're not in any terrain that you are familiar with. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. So go ahead and give me a disadvantaged survival check. I don't think I've got anything that would help with this. You can try to map this place, but it, it is at disadvantage, the roll. I get that. When you get to wherever the hiding place you select is, it is revealed to you that uh, these newts had pickpocketed the egg. Of course. How am I supposed to know who pickpocketed the eggs? Yeah. Yeah, no, the egg is missing, apparently. Because she confesses it to you when, when you get there. Wait, you're with them? Yes. 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 Newts wasn't going to go to Ikea? I'm a whole arm deep into this bag of holding, and then I go, oh, I can't find it. Oh, darling, it's right here. And I pull my arm out and I go, what in heaven's name? You realize the egg is huge, right? Originally, I had stolen the whole bag, but I wasn't going to shit on Jeff's shoulder deep fisting of a bag of holding. No, 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 it's fine. I only pointed out because Ligma was very upset at the idea of carrying the egg. <laughs> yeah. 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 So as you open up your coat, this is your punishment. Ligma is holding the egg, and as the coat opens up and the weight gets redistributed, Ligma snaps in half. Ligma dies. Ligma's back breaks, and he lets out a little cry, and Ligma folds in half. His thunderous, meat-clappy cheeks could not take all of the walking we've done today. Okay, fine. Then I'm going to roll back, and I'm going to neckbeard about how I would have pickpocketed the fucking pouch instead of the egg, because it's impossible to pickpocket the egg from the pouch, because it's a pouch. Uh, Ligma is alive, but Ligma is very, very hurt. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Ligma is alive, but he's very, very hurt. Now D's nuts is uh, five foot tall and wide. Newts, please, thank you. 
these newts. Okay, shit. <laughs> now newts is five foot tall and wide. She just tucks Ligma into the middle part. <laughs> yeah, the weight's being largely bore by uh, Chogon, but... Uh... Mm-hmm. Can I use primeval awareness? What does it do? To uh, see if I can sense the fae outside of this hell dimension? Yes. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. But the survival check was to be able to find the egg again. But yeah, if you use primeval awareness, I would allow it to help you find the exit. Yes. And the egg, because the egg's also fae. So both. Maybe, yeah, later on, if you use it again, you'd find the egg. Sure. All right. Because that's how that works. Love that. I don't know how often you can do that or whatever, but yeah. I can do it as an action. There's no limit. Oh, then yeah, you do that. Fuck the map. You have the answer. Look at that. Class abilities. You do it. Class abilities. Cool, because I had no good class abilities for this. You give a little sniff to get the scent. It's your primeval awareness or whatever the fuck you do. And uh, the magical equivalent of giving it a sniff. That feels right. All right. Now I know. He does a line off the world egg and... uh... Does a line of meatballs off the world egg. All right. Quite a chunky line you just did. <laughs> Got to make sure you get the best. Meatballs, yes. And you guys grab some more meatballs on your way out, and Gunther goes, Oh, it's so nice to see you. Thank you for coming in. It is fine that you did not buy anything. Uh, we bought plenty of meatballs, don't you worry. Those are free. What? <laughs> yes, free. I reach up with a random pillow I found, and I go, Oh, buddies. And I toss him some gold. Thank you. Can I have a blage? Sure. That will be ten gold. I gave it to him. I reach up, and I go, Yes, I'd like this. Carlos and Gross. Sure. Sounds great. He rings you up, and then he's like, I think, don't you have something you should be doing? <laughs> yes. Of course. And I move on. I just, I'm sorry. I wanted to get Jim a shark. You guys leave Ikea with an armload of whatever Swedish furniture. It's a pillow. I bought a pillow. That's the name of a pillow. You bought a pillow. Oh, wild. And I bought a shark. And you bought a shark. That's nice. You're stuffed goods, and you head back toward Jack's place, and out in front of Jack's factory at this point, you see the Queen of Easter and the short gray creature that she was with before. Yeah, the one I already failed my history check. Anybody else have history proficiency? Yeah, y'all can make intelligence checks to see what you know about them. I will have you know I cannot. Hey, you're good at intelligence. No. Yeah, the mastermind one of you is. Mm, Yeah. I have proficiency in history. That is a nine plus three plus three, 15. Oh. What is it, history? Technically, yeah, uh, intelligence. Oh, it's a plus zero. Flat 19. Oh, fucking goddamn. Well, I'll shut the fuck up. Excuse me. Shit. Shit. There you go. But what do you add, Ryan? Because I only get 19. No, with my add, you fucking beat me. So let's go. Oh, okay. Sorry, man. You crush him. He got like a 15 or some shit. Yeah, 15 was added together. Yeah, so you recognize him as a Corrid. It is a weird sort of a rock fay, but they are also known for their ability to command their hair to do things. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They use their hair. All right. Yes. Interesting. So I know the legend of Korid? Yes, you do know the legend of Korid. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) With a 19, I'll even say, you know that this particular Korid is known as the legendary hair that most of the bunny myths started from because the people of the material plane are stupid and misheard them. He's the Easter hare. So he's the one from the tortoise and the hare? 
No one can confirm or deny that one. He's never taken credit. Does he have a timepiece? No, he does not. Okay, so he's not that one. No, he's not that one. Different different rabbit. And in fact, he is not a rabbit in any way, shape, or form. He's a hare. He's a hare. He's a hare. His name is Hare, yes. Yeah, his name is Hare. Hey, tavern goers. This advertisement is from us here at Torchlit Tavern. Thank you for listening to Torchlit Tavern. It means so much to us that you download it, but we need your help. We aren't a big podcast. We don't have a network. We aren't celebrities of any sort. The only following we have is you. So if you want to see us grow, please take a moment to rate and review us. Click the follow button. Either or and if you can take the time. Apple Podcast Reviews is still one of the most helpful, but anywhere you can give us five stars is another step forward for us. These things are better than money when it comes to our show growth at this stage. And if you want this show to keep going, these are perfect ways to show your love. Anyway, I apologize for interrupting the tale today, and I see Kendra is bringing you more drinks, so I'll move on. Thanks again for enjoying the show. So yeah, you guys show up, and you see that the queen is here. She has her bodyguard and uh, several herringon, and they are standing out in front, and Jack is there with his arms spread wide, and they're discussing things as you walk up he's saying ma'am ma'am i'm just here for the competition for the candy i don't know what you're talking about i know who you are jack of frostus you cannot trick me why are you here in my realm right when my egg goes missing i promise you that i had nothing to do with that i've not touched your egg jay i'm gonna roll insight on that (laughs) do i know he's lying these newts you know he's not lying he didn't touch the egg you did. <laughs> the fact that he has nothing to do with it, that's a stretch. As you guys roll in, though, do you guys uh, do anything? Ah, he- hey, uh, my, uh, my my co-workers, my helpers, thank you. How is everyone? Um, he's not looking at you. You are a, a red cap, so he's not talking to you. Okay, good. I know you're hidden. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, what do you do as the red cap? As the red cap, my next part of my plan was to go hide the fake eggs. So I guess I'd like to see if he made fake eggs just by looking uh i mean you're out front so then nothing i support the queen at this stage play my role okay do you want to play like maybe you brought us along because we are workers of jack or something yes i love that what a great idea i go greetings my queen i found these two uh wandering about hello hello <laughs> Ah, yes. Uh, Why are you accosting my men? They're here to help me with the festival and my candy endeavors. We also have prepared quite a stunning egg, I believe, for the uh, competition. Oh, so I'm wondering. I I felt like I wasn't the one who should have jumped in there, but I'm gonna anyway. (laughs) You you were the one who brought them, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. So I'm gonna... Ryan and I aren't sure where to go. We're like, what's the lead? Yes, well, I found these two poking about on and here's where i would insert the opposite side of the town city or whatever you would call this then we were actually at sure yes we were just walking around your wonderful town looking for inspiration for candy that we could enter into the contest the small gray hoofed fay jumps in front of your face and like literally jumps up and grabs you by the lapel rough and uh looks at you and is like do you have any idea where the world egg is I know you're new here, and new people is suspicious. 
don't actually know what the world egg looks like. He's like, eye to eye, roll a deception check. It looks like a real big egg. (laughs) (laughs) There's a 15 plus three deception. Okay. Damn it. He goes, all right. And he just sort of climbs back down. Sorry about that. And then he turns to Newt's. He jumps onto them as well. Deez, Newt's, I need you to roll a strength check as the middle of you is a little bit unstable at the moment as he tries to... As the middle of you whimpers in pain. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to take on this new weight. Dodge. (laughs) You just dodge? Uncanny? Uh, He'll roll an attack then. Roll athletics uh, or acrobatics. Just dodge. Just dodge. We just don't. Where's the soundboard? Dodge! It's a contested grapple, so give me your athletics, acrobatics, whatever. 17 plus 9. Oh, shit. Acrobatics. This guy added nine. I thought you were going to fucking fail that one. Uh, he got a 20, but that's not enough as you, as your middle just moves out of the way. And he, uh, hey, have you seen the world? My dear sir, I don't call to believe that's appropriate behavior for a lady. Uh, you? You keep your grabbing bits off my melon, sir. Have you seen the world, egg? What color is it? I'm sorry, queen, but you would just let your man accost this woman here like that? kind of odd. I've seen a lot of eggs. What color is the egg you're looking for? It's an egg color. And then he looks around and he realizes that literally everywhere are eggs painted various colors. It could be any color. (laughs) I honestly couldn't tell you at this point. People get paint happy this time of year. They paint every fucking thing. Even balls. These people don't know when to stop. Well, is it a natural blue or is it a green? Does it come from an Easter egg? Is it one of them black morans? Is it a brown with speckles? What kind of egg is it? Oh my god. It's a big egg! Is it like a robin's egg blue? I don't know what color it's gonna be. I only know that it's big. So then it's not a hen or a quail egg. So like an ostrich egg. Bigger. Would you say big like an ostrich egg? Yes. Bigger than an ostrich egg. Have you seen any eggs bigger than an ostrich egg? So bigger than your head then. Big as me. It's a large egg. And he's like three feet tall. Roll me a charisma check of some kind as you dodge his question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking nine. I'm gonna go with performance. Yeah, the performance is good. That's an 18 flat. Yeah, uh, he looks at the queen. They don't know. I can smell the liar. <laughs> Just want you to know that there's nothing you guys won't get away with today because I can't roll anything at all. <laughs> The spat in your face is that I've been rolling hot, too. Uh-huh, yeah. It's... Like, normally it's me and you. Normally me and you are what... We drive the failures at the table. Yeah, the queen is unconvinced, though, and she's like, Fine, then we will see your addition to the festival when it becomes time. Come, hair. Let's go. And uh, they storm off with their hair gone. So much hair. Well, that was a close one. Yes. I dare say that situation got quite hairy. Gross. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I wasn't worried at all. You guys are very good at lying, or these people are stupid. What do you think about the situation, Jin? Uh, I walked off. What are you talking about? <laughs> he laughed with them. <laughs> <laughs> You're a town guard. You don't have to walk off with them. You can if you want. Yeah, but I escort them off slightly. Yeah, he should see them to the edge of town based on previous behaviors. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. 
you come across the same dudes last time who watch her walk away, and then they see you go, and they're like, good soldier, that one. Good boots. Nice and rusty. Tetanus kick. Yeah. Nice and rusty boots indeed. These newts asks if uh, Jack has a health potion for poor Ligma. <laughs> Ligma. Like, I, I don't think anything can cure a broken back, Miss Newts. Maybe I can find a candy that would help. Yeah, maybe. That checks out. He goes back with a bottle of cola. It says fizzy lifting drink on it. <laughs> I can't help you walk, but I can make it easier to float around. Oh, yes, berry aid. I'm familiar. If anybody's uh, paying attention, we're, we're spoofing on the fact that around this time there should be a Willy Wonka movie, but I only know the only good one, the original, and so all my references will be as such. The only one. No, there are two. There are not. There's about to be three. Yes. Allegedly. Jindoram walks back up, and then he slyly tucks away somewhere and turns into one of the chickens, and then walks up and goes, All right, so it's Jin, by the way. Oh, oh, hi, Jin, wow. Okay. Oh, Jin. You know, a chicken suits you. What? Well, thank you. I come to think that most things suit me. But, but, uh... One of the Ungunungas uh, slaps you on the ass with a wing as it walks by. Oh. Got to know that one personally, huh? No. That was, uh, weird. But we're moving. But, but not unwanted, apparently. But, yeah, well. <laughs> you know, who doesn't enjoy a good slap on the cheeks from time to time? A little crack on the clacker, you know what I mean? God damn it. <laughs> Listen, what I do with my vent is my choice. Anyways. Ding me? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, I have created a state-of-the-art, fully functional chocolate factory that is at your disposal. Perfect. Well, I was thinking that uh, we would uh, just hide some more eggs, you know, get it off the trail. Hey, Jen, you know, uh... You don't need to be a chicken right now, right? You know you could just be yourself, right? No. No, I couldn't. You know what stands out a lot? <laughs> a fucking changeling. All right. I do believe that would arouse suspicions. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think I'll keep up the old ruse. I could be a darkling again, maybe. But I'd rather continue to blend in. So what do we do now, Jack? Well, despite all our bluster, we have nothing prepared for the candy. I only got everything up and running recently. So, uh, I would wonder if you guys could help me develop some new candies to present, uh, for that competition. Maybe come up with just something new, outlandish, exciting. I, I, I don't know. The truth is, as excited I am to be here, I have no talent for candy. Jack, how was all of this gonna help you take over Easter? <laughs> To what end, Jack? <laughs> yes. To what end, Jack? All right, everybody, everybody inside. The moment he gets inside, he gets in your face. Listen here. You are a fairy, like me, and you know that not everything we do works in straight lines. First of all. Second of all. <laughs> he called you a fairy. <laughs> Turned into a duck. I don't really know. But all I know is that in the end, we are trying to undermine her power. And power is about perception. And in Faye, it is also very concrete. The first step was literally removing her source of power, the world egg, which you all did beautifully. Do you understand? Yes, it's in Ikea. Get in close right now and look me in the eyes. Get in so close right now. I'm right there. 
Do you see this wallpaper? If you lick it, it tastes like a berry. Which type of berry? This tastes like no berry I've ever tasted. <laughs> I can't think of a name for it. As I was saying. Makes me feel sleepy. Maybe like a snooze baby? Ha! Ah! Anyway. Got kind of a big nose, Jack. Maybe it could be a snozberry. It's too ham-fisted. It'll never work. What you guys need to understand is that every act you've taken has undermined her in the vision of her people. The mantle is in the world egg, which we now possess, and the only reason we're not taking it is because it would be an out-and-out fight that the rest of the realm might not want. We do want these people working for us when all is said and done. So next, we just need to outdo her. Show her up. And that is done easily. Without her power, she has to compete with us personally and on her own merit, which means that we just have to outdo everything she does. We have to hide the eggs better. We have to paint the eggs better. We have to make better candy. So she's going to be tasting these candies or somebody else? Somebody else. That's a good question. Who's the judge? It would make sense for the queen to do it, but that would also undermine the entire plot, so obviously not. No, someone else is tasting the candy. Is it the hair? I feel like the hair is still a bit undermining. Is the queen submitting a thing? Because, like, if we're trying to win this competition and we're trying to undermine the queen at the same time, I imagine the queen is also entering the competition. And it would be wild for her to lose, ever. Yeah. Yes. She's never lost before. She enters every year, but it is never a competition. She has the power of the world egg at her disposal. So everything she makes is automatically the best. Without the world egg, she will enter and not have the best winning competition, or potentially. So are we not going to use the power of the world egg for our candies? What if we just poison her submission? Hard to say a candy's good, it kills a judge. That is one idea. Brilliant, Miss Newts. And a fine idea. The, the answer to your question is we can't use the world egg because if we have the world egg and use it, they will find it quickly, as stated before. We had to keep it hidden. We can't use it here. Okay. Okay, so what we have done is leveled the playing field then. Yes. Okay. Okay. This is their realm. We were weak when we got here, and now we're on even footing. We are winning, gentlemen. Make no mistake. <laughs> uh, and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, my, my, my apologies, Miss Newts. Lady, just, there's only one. He turns to one of the chickens who goes, Amazing. Fair enough, fair enough. I transform into a Haragon and I swoop up the head chef chicken. Tendies. 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 Oh, hello. You and I are, uh, we're gonna go look for new ingredients. Doesn't that sound like pun? That sounds alarming, but fun. I thought so. You boys want to look for ingredients or you want to go, uh, I don't know, do your own thing? It's up to you. Uh, I pitch that you guys all come up with your own candy idea <laughs> and uh, we, will, we will reconvene. I'm a master of both the terrains outside of this motherfucker. I'm going to take this chef, who's clearly a master. Sure. And find good ingredients to make candy with. Okay. I'm going back to Ikea. <laughs> He's making that meatball candy. I'm going to snitch. Did you? You're going to snitch? Yeah. I fucking knew you were going to betray us. I just fucking knew it. Yeah, that is what snitching typically means. What do you mean by snitch, Mitch? These newts is going to uh, try to curry favor by revealing that uh, Jack is trying to show up the queen with, with his candy presentation. Uh, so the newts family appears at the cottage door, hat in hand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As three separate individuals to help gain trust or still... Hiding as one. Well, we're going to leave Ligma behind. He's had a rough day, so it's just the two of us. Yeah, he floats now, so there's that. That helps. We're just going to let Ligma chill. <laughs> so you're only five feet tall? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lake Madal. Lake Madal. He's floating around the factory. They busted my newts. <laughs> We're busting your newts here. Every once in a while, the chickens have to flap up and like yank him down like a balloon because he gets too high up to the fan. Yes, fizzy lifting was just a potion of levitation. Yes, you are allowed in, claiming to have juicy information for the queen, and you are once again confronted with the queen and her hair companion. You, I knew you knew something. As I believe you are all aware at this point, Mr. Afrostes is attempting to undermine your capabilities, and he believes that he can show you up in the candy making. He what? But I've come here to tell you that he thinks he's going to show you up with some kind of nut brittle. So if you can make a better nut brittle than he can, I'm sure that would destroy any cloud he's gathered. Certainly. Maybe something like almonds. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> I see what you're doing now. <laughs> Roll deception. Almond brittle would be far too bitter for a candy brittle. I've never heard of it, and when you add enough sugar, it should still work, should it not? I mean, I assume that being the experts as you are, you should be well within those capabilities. That's a dirty 20. Fuck. All right, rolling for her and her friend. Okay, so, so for once... The queen looks at you and is like, I know my candy, ma'am. You know that, right? I am not a candy maker myself. I simply know what is being made on the other end. I need an extra hand. I have no cooks to help me with this process. They've all left in the night. <laughs> so you will do everything I say, and we will make something. A brittle peasant's food. We are going to make the only thing that a queen should make. Turkish delight? Yes. Peeps? <laughs> He's right. It's peeps. That's the last thing we need. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's peeps. It's peeps. He guessed my joke just because that's what leaped to my mind was Turkish delight. But that would make her the dumbest candy maker ever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's also a nice throwback to uh, Narnia, though. Yes. Yeah, that's literally where my brain went. You were on my wavelength. Peeps is also makes you a dumb candy maker because peeps are also gross. Yeah. No, you fool. The greatest candy for Easter is that marshmallow dipped in glitter confection known as Peeps. And she sweeps you up and heads to the kitchen with the corin. What do you guys make for your candy? I told you I went to go searching for ingredients. Yeah, what ingredients are you looking for? What do you want to roll? It's an air ball. You tell me what you want. Ingredients is vague. What do you want? Well, so here's my plan. Poop is ingredient if you're a bad cook. I have a little chef. Yes. The head chef. Yes. Tendies. The queen's head chef. Yes. He's definitely helping. He's adding five to your roll. I don't know a better way to do that. And so my plan is to use my knowledge of the forest and grasslands, which they are both my favorite terrain. All right. So here's what it is. With Tendies, you're going to find ingredients. The quality of your roll will dictate how obscure, strange, or rare, or wild your ingredients are. So my proficiency check is doubled here because these are both my things so do you want a survival yeah i could do a like a medicine you point out some medicinal plants he's like we're making candy sir not cough syrup fair enough add five to whatever you already have for his knowledge and the higher you get the more wild the ingredients will be all right well get ready for this because i'm already doubling my proficiency bonus which means i add another four so that means my plus seven turns into a 
plus 11 plus 5 turns into plus 16. So I rolled a 15, so 31. Nice. You walk miles outside the city. He's been telling you things. You find stuff like mint and uh, sugar cane and all sorts of stuff that grows out here. And it's, it's all very readily available here in Candyland, essentially. You guys might clip a few and you nod at each other, but you guys know that this, is, this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it yet. Find some licorice root and we're like, that's not good enough either. Yeah, no, that's not good enough. Fuck, fuck licorice. You watch, he, he pisses on it. That's not good enough for us today. <laughs> Damn, Tendies. <laughs> yeah. These two are on a mission together. They have a goal, and it's to create the most wild candy ever. Did you get a handful of anise? I love that Tendies became a central character in this. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes. Tendies is important. Yes, sir. Now, I'm going to ask Jeff, as the arbiter of this, if you have any idea of what fucking wild thing you find. Because you rolled high enough, you find it. If you have something specific in mind... Mm throw it out there. What's the candy that you're going to make? What's the basis for this candy you're going to make? And it can be anything. Anything. Of course. Coconut. (laughs) The most mystical of all ingredients. They'll never see it coming. If we're going off Willy Wonka and we're going off Easter. You find a cottage in the middle of a glade, far removed from humanity. When you open the door, someone opens and you say, yes, Dr. Pepper? Who can, can I help you? <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to make the only version of Peep that could ever be good. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to make a Peep that actually tastes good. Good luck. That's insane. That's an insane <laughs> thought to do. But I think you could do it because they make marshmallows of different flavors. And they all suck ass. Nope. Some of them are really good. Because some of them include sour mm. and complexity. Mm. That's what I want to do. A sour marshmallow sounds bad. It's surprisingly not. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. It's surprisingly not. The rainbow ones don't make good s'mores. Know that. Know that now. Ding me. Ding me. Ding me. Fucking ding me. It's candy time. <laughs> ding. Mitch's random fact. Rainbow peeps are bad for s'mores? Noted. No, the rainbow marshmallows are shit for s'mores. They just caramelize weird. I believe that 100%. They taste a little bit different, they caramelize weird, and they don't make a good s'more. Mitch's random fact. Ow! Now that's good knowledge for you kids. (laughs) So I will either make, here, I will give you two options. Either a really good peep that has complex flavors and and, uh, depth beyond just a fucking sugary marshmallow. It's just a black peep that quotes the raven as you eat it. It has intrigue and depth. It's a black licorice-flavored peep. Oh, God. That sounds like the worst thing ever. That's why would you even offer that? It's the worst ever. That's what Newt's is going to try to get her to make. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the evil side. All right, we talked a lot about peeps, but what is the flavor of peep that you are going to go for? Or coconut. Why do you keep saying coconut? Hey, you know what? A coconut marshmallow actually sounds pretty dope. (laughs) I, I can see that working very well, because coconut usually has to be with a hyper-sweet, because it's such a savory. I'm honestly shook that I haven't seen peeps that are just, you know, covered in shredded coconut. Instead of their glitter, right? I have. It's called a snowball. Yeah, it's called a snowball. It's got a little cake in the middle of it. Hostess. Yeah. Yeah. Hostess knew what's up. Hostess got it handled. And to be fair, those are not bad, because coconut covered is kind of what they need. Yeah. You find coconut <laughs> and tendies. Is looking at it like this. This could be it. Uh, these are not common here, and um, th- this could be it. Um, you found coconut. <laughs> yeah, but what does Shin find that beats a coconut? Is it like a bunch of them, or like just one? It's a lovely bunch, in fact. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah. Fantastic. What's everybody's favorite candy? Butterfinger. 
Butterfinger's the correct answer. <laughs> I go with mounds a lot. Really? Huh. The man likes his coconut. <laughs> and Almond Joy. They're both good. They're both great. She really does like coconut. I really do. Yeah, coconut's good. I just never would have guessed. All right, why not? Let's make an improved mounds with toasted coconut, because that would obviously make it better. Yeah. It's stupid that they never done it. <laughs> and um, throw some fucking whatever the fuck's in Butterfinger. Throw that in the middle of it, too. I don't care. Nougat? No, it's not nougat. It's definitely not nougat. I don't know what the fuck that bullshit is. It's kind of gross, in my opinion, but... It's its own thing. Shout out to the Swiss. Make coconut Toblerone. Ooh. Fuck yes. Done. I think that's a thing. Coconut Toblerone. I don't know. No, those are... No, no, it's not. Never mind. It should be. With fucking roasted coconut so that it's a little smoky. It's delicious. We're in. Roasted Toblerone. Done. Hey, yo. want that real bad now. Yeah. You're welcome. Roasted coconut Toblerone. That's what we make. Fuck the peep. That one sentence, he pivoted entirely. Pivoted hard. You guys find everything you need to make peeps and leave it in a pile as you fucking run into a Toblerone tree. As we realize that peeps are still gross, even if you try. A Toblerone tree? <laughs> yes. You look back at his coconut he had, and there's just this bark-covered tree. It's just covered in a chocolatey bark. He's like, that's a Toblerone tree. <laughs> like... The crispy coconut Toblerone flavor was delisted in 2020. <gasps> Oh, oh, that's so much worse for me right now. And it got <laughs> delisted. That means you can probably still find it, but it's going to cost $35. Yeah, and it's going to be old. It's going to be three years old, yeah. It's, that may not matter. Eh. Yeah, well, may not. Three years is pushing it for chocolate. Have I eaten chocolate bars that old? Probably. Absolutely. Will I again? Probably. So yeah, you guys find everything you need to make what I am calling an orgasm, and that's going to make it Roth. What kind of candy are you making? Gunter, I need your assistance. Oh, yes. Oh, hey, welcome back. I did not expect to see you so soon. Yes, I, uh, I need all of your meatballs. All of them? All of them. All of them? Do you want to make meatball candy? Ara, ara. <laughs> all of the meatballs? All of them. I do not think you can carry them. Gunter. That is a lot of meatballs. I want to make one, one meatball. I want to get all all of the meatballs to make one big meatball. Why on earth would you want to do such a thing? I want to create the biggest meatball this world has ever seen. And then I want to cover it in chocolate. <laughs> hang, hang on, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Gunter's eyes get wide, much like, like Tendi's eyes did in the previous episode, where you just told him something that changes his world. <laughs> a massive Meat berry egg. You wish to make the forbidden wonder ball, huh? Yes. <laughs> you wish to summon the kinder. <laughs> <laughs> he nods and he just crooks his fingers, which are way too long and bony, and he just leads you to a back room. Come, come. The wunderball. The wunderball, yes. Oh, yes. We are going to make the biggest meatball. May we use your go? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I hope you understand that he just has to sacrifice your Yule Goat. You know, Roth has gotten used to the power of the Yule Goat, mm -hmm. and I don't know that Roth will ever take the scarf off again. So, you go into the back, and you sacrifice Jim the Yule Goat to make the Wunderball Kinder of all time. You come back, and you get to work with Tendies, and you make a chocolate bar 
that I am dreaming of, personally, Jay. A toasted coconut Toblerone. A toasted coconut Toblerone pretty much sounds like the best thing ever. And now I'm thinking about that peeps that you were talking about and <laughs> making a fucking s'more with that. Because that sounds lovely. But any of those things. Also, if I recall, peeps don't make good s'mores either. I've heard that because the peeps are all a year old. That's the reason they don't work. It's not because peeps are bad. It's because every peeps you have is expired. That's why they're bad. It's old. a different marshmallow. Yeah. yeah, it's from last year. Every peep you've ever had is from last year. It's from last year. Yeah, they're expired. Meanwhile, back at the cabin. I thought we were going to like fight in these episodes or something. I thought we were too, but... I tried. The hilarious thing is I made a character whose like, whole thing is fighting. Same. Yeah, I made a character for battle. But like, I made you guys level 10 characters figuring you'd brute force your way through something. But the problem is, is that I didn't take into account that everyone's skills suck. We did it. And you gave us this weird shopping list. <laughs> I didn't. You guys could have fought anything at any point. I made a sorcerer. But they all rolled fours for their insight checks. <laughs> we fought a guy. You killed a guy. Fought is a strong term. You <laughs> killed a guy. It's a stretch of the imagination to say that we fought. You guys, make your candy. Newts, you watch as the, this goddess figure comes alive in a kitchen and starts making a peep. All sorts of dark wizardry and magic and chemistry going on as she makes what amounts to the shittiest Easter candy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my job to ruin this treat. And she's making peeps? I do nothing. <laughs> Problem solved itself, thank you. The thing that she does to make her peeps over the edge, though, is when she makes the peeps, she puts robin's eggs in them. Like, there's robin's eggs in the peeps. Like the robin's eggs candy. Yeah, the robin's eggs candy. Because that is that is my favorite Easter candy. Robin's eggs are fucking delicious. Those are fucking good. Yeah, she mixes the worst Easter candy with the best Easter candy. <laughs> Personally, I think that would make the peeps much worse. You don't like those? That, ma that mouthfeel would clash so much. <laughs> Listen, I don't like Robin's eggs, but like, even if I did, I don't think that would go well together. If you wanted to improve peeps, you would cover them in like, not just sugar dust, maybe a little citric acid and things of that sort. So you get a little of that mm, bite with the sweet. This man wants a sour candy. This is what this man wants. Sour is the best thing you could do to cut the sweet of a peep. He loves the sour candy. We love that for him. It's not exactly Easter candy. There's no sour candies for Easter, typically. There's not. There's not. It's rude, I tell you that much. I'm with you. I like me some diversity. Sour candy is the best type of candy. I mean, you can get a sour jelly bean. We haven't fucking brought up jelly beans at all. Yeah. No jelly beans whatsoever. You know why? Because nobody wants them stuck in their teeth. She makes a peep. And, uh, Newts, do you do anything? Do you sabotage it? I'm gonna tell you that you can tell that she's been relying on the magic for a long time, and this is just somebody making a weird candy. And uh, as you watch, you're not sure it'll work. <laughs> but, Newts, what do you do? I have rolled her check to see how good the candy will be. Would you like me to try a piece to see how the progress is going? Are you saying that I need a taste tester? For me, Pearl Easter, the queen of Easter. Well, I would say taste it yourself, but it could be poisoned. I made it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she eats one. You've not poisoned it yet. No, I'm not. I don't have poison. She eats it and dies because it was so bad. No, I mean, <laughs> it was already bad. No, she takes a bite and then she's like, they're fine. They're delicious. Roll insight. <laughs> they're delicious. That's not going to happen. 
I'm going to check, but I don't think there's any fucking way. That's going to be a six. Total. Yeah, uh, she's very sure. They're delicious. They're delicious. She's happy with what she made. I just think that you might be able to take this a little bit farther. They do say that fortune favors the bold, and, well, it is just a marshmallow. It's a marshmallow with robin's egg. How dare you? You know what it needs? You know what it needs? Hard pretzels. The coating instead of the fucking sprinkles. Hard pretzels. <laughs> yeah, that would combat what Jeff was saying to, like, balance out the mouthfeel. Guys, I want some candy now. No, that's it's bad. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. I would eat that. Hey, fun fact, I'm a sucker for anything with pretzel in it or on it. Hey, I added hard pretzels as a bad suggestion. Not one that I thought that people would like. I'm more likely to eat that now. No, but you gotta grind it, though. It's gonna be ground up. And you're mostly getting salt. Yeah, that's the point. It's mostly salt and texture. Fun fact, the only reason you eat pretzels is because you like salt. (laughs) The pretzel would present an element of bread, which is kind of almost like a bland, plus the salty. It could improve the overbearing sweetness of a peep, because that's one of the largest problems with a peep. It's overbearing sweetness. It's going to contrast it in accent, yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say that what Dee's Nudes did is she replaced several of the Robin's eggs with fucking ball bearings. Because I'm not sure where to go, and I just want to go somewhere. Roll a fucking sleight of hand, man. That's awful. No. I don't have anywhere else to go. I wasn't ready for this. You did it before she cooked it? You made her try it. Oh my god. What'd you get? It's a 21. Yeah, um, roll me a luck check. See if she bit into a ball bearing right here and now. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) That's a nine. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't have rolled the table denter on that one, bud. You hear the unmistakable sound as she opens her mouth to bite into the peep to prove to you that it's good. For the record, she rolled a four on cooking this thing. It's not good, and it's worse when her front teeth, as she peels her teeth back and you realize she has, like, bunny teeth in the front, and they shatter as they bite into a solid steel ball bearing that you managed to get into this peak. (laughs) Roll me initiative as she lets out a cry of rage and anger because she already beat you earlier and didn't trust you when she brought you in to help. It's a 19. 19 on the roll. Let me see what the whatever is. 22. You go first as the cord, alarmed at the sound of his mistress screaming, comes running toward you. But you have first initiative. What do you do? Disengage. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say I leave. (laughs) (laughs) Do you run? Yeah, let's just leave. I'm a rogue. I can do that. I just be not here. I've ruined her efforts. I leave. If you run, roll me in athletics. And if you succeed, then you're fucking gone. In the wind, baby. I don't succeed at athletics. We're going to disengage and we're going to attempt to stealth. Okay, there you go. That works too. Because that's how rogues run. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you take that. You make it out the door and immediately just fucking dip. It's a 19. Hell yeah. Hey, fun fact. Roll to three. Oh. Jesus. That's my life. Fucking re-roll it. I got 12. Hey, it was over 10. Yeah. What do you add? He adds five. Still not getting it. 
Oh, at least he got close. Gave him advantage and everything. Yeah. You leave. You manage to make it out. You make it back to everybody. Successfully ruining her first batch, definitely. But it's likely that she will try to recreate it. But she doesn't have the time that she had before, as the festival is about to happen in, like, 30 minutes. It's gonna suck to test all that candy with no teeth. So you're right. She's going to try to cook a new batch. Yes. Of course she's gonna try to cook a new batch. Unless she doesn't have a kitchen. He sets the place on fire as he leaves. He fucking burnt it down. He burnt it down. He burnt it down. He burnt it down. He burnt it down. <laughs> and this dude ducks out the doorway. She just hucks an oil flask into the oven. I don't know what this is anymore. <laughs> I don't either. I was lost hours ago. Oh, that was clear. The goalpost has been moving so far and so strange. It was clear you didn't know what you were doing. It turned into a weird cooking show. I wasn't prepared for that. Roll me another uh, d20, Mitch. Just it's a luck check. <laughs> 16. It turned into a weird cooking show, and you as a rogue could have chosen to do this. I roll sleight of hand to poison her stuff and then never say anything about it. But somehow... I don't have poisons. This is where we got. You went there talking about how you were going to poison or fuck up her shit with no poison in your inventory. Yeah. With no poisons, yeah. <laughs> Don't blame me, because you're lost, all right? <laughs> I was going to poison it later. But that's okay, because your fucking rolls are on point, regardless of the fact of whether you know what you're doing. And as you run away, the kitchen is thrown into a blaze. Her oven is definitely destroyed. The kitchen, likely on fire. And she is going to be unable to even enter the tournament at all. Man, imagine how embarrassing that is. You failed up and you succeeded anyway. And so on the way back, Newt's just spreads the rumor. Did you hear she burnt down her own kitchen? <laughs> she what? Oh my God. Really? She's just like not on her game this year. That's a nat 20. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It spreads like wildfire. It spreads like a kitchen fire. It spreads like hot molasses and sticks just as well. As you guys show up to the festival lined up, you and Tendi standing proudly with this fucking Toblerone bar the size of a fucking your head. You made a tiny one to distill the flavor and then Jack told you a little secret and he put it inside a little metal box that he had and then he cast it and it became big. He made a giant candy bar with some weird contraption he had because I sneak one more reference in. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Roth. You and Gunter, also very proud, wheel in a fucking meatball on a cart that is just monstrous. It's big, and when people aren't looking at it, they feel like they see an eyeball, but as soon as they look, there's nothing. It's like, like all the eyeballs have snapped shut the moment they look, but that would be crazy, right? The only thing that's truly weird about their meatball is that you have put two horns on either side of it that look vaguely familiar. And this chocolate-covered meatball is placed <laughs> next to the giant candy bar. Look, I love mole. Mole's great. This is a wild choice. I don't know if it's a winner, but it is bold. They've summoned the Kinder Wunderball. Yes. Birria Kinder Wunderbar. You see Gunter is just standing there looking at it and you, and he's like, hold on. <laughs> Let me take a picture. <laughs> he pulls out a camera. <laughs> takes a picture of you with the prize meatball. And, um, she doesn't even show up. Hey, 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 hold on. Jack, Jack, please. Yes? Yes? Can you take the picture of both of us? Oh, of course. Gunther, you need to be in this. 
please. Everybody stand with their stand with their candies. I'll do one with both of your candies and then one for each of you separately. Yes. And he goes ahead and just Gunter is trying not to cry in the photo. Oh my god, it's just so beautiful. We're hugging. Since at this point it probably already looks like Peter Cottontail's part of a coup, I like walked away as the basic Haragon and came back as Peter. <laughs> and Peter's holding the little tindies in his hand. You got him in one arm and you guys are just like proud parents in front of this giant candy bar. Hand out little tindies on them. Obviously wrapped halfway open, sticking out of a triangular shaped package. Mm-hmm. Lovely. As Newt runs back into town, covered in wood smoke. <sighs> Smoky. And uh, the festival goes, and I'm gonna have you guys roll, <sighs> roll a uh, roll a dice, man. I don't fucking know who gets highest has the best fucking candy. Hell yeah! And Mitch, I rolled a four. Yes. It finally happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the ritual is complete. Newt's with what little time they have tries to throw together a fucking jelly bean bag. <laughs> hey, guess what? I rolled a five. I rolled an eleven. The best mediocre candy goes to... (laughs) The festival goes well. The egg hiding ceremony works out. The queen of Easter never even shows up. She didn't have anything to provide and knows that something has gone horribly wrong. She knows what is happening and has stayed in the cabinet, it would seem. At some point, everyone went looking for eggs. And also, strangely enough, people have started worshipping the meatball. There is a group of red caps and townsfolk and chickens that are all bowing low and worshiping at the altar of Ikea's meatball. You know, this makes sense. I did have to use the world egg as a binding agent. This seems like a bad plan. Jack looks at you in alarm. You what? I used the world egg. Jack's not the only one that looks at you in alarm. As a binding agent for the meatballs. You... You used the world egg to bind a giant meatball that I can only assume is made from the flesh of the Yule Goat. Yeah, but the Yule Goat's magic is in the scarf. Sort of. Mostly. Error 404, DM not found. <laughs> <laughs> we, I told you that it's about symbolism. We won. He's right, darling. Your meatball's perfectly round. It should have been conical on at least one end. To be egg-shaped. Oh, no. I don't know why you're mad. We won. I, I think you may have done something quite horrible. How so? It's at this stage that Jindoram goes, well, it's been a pleasure, Tindies. Puts him on the ground, then he walks through the crowd, turns into an elder darkling again, and just fucking leaves. (laughs) (laughs) As that happens, you see that the clouds start to roll in, the storm starts to brew, and I fear that you have done something quite horrible. And you watch as the chocolate coating of the Wonder Ball starts to crack and split open, and from within you see a red light. And Gunther goes, oh yes, our baby will be so wonderful. What? Yes. Our what? Our child. You just gave birth to an Ikea. A wee baby Ikea was born that day. Everyone begins to run screaming as uh, the egg cracks open, and from it comes forth a titanic, large, freakishly like mutated version of a chicken. So like a silky. Is it a chicken with goat horns? Does it look like tendies? Oh my god, does it have four legs? Is this where they came from? Is this the first? <laughs> a chicken with goat horns and four legs? Is this the first hentar? The first hentar? <laughs> the long con to show you guys all where hentar were born. 
Fire shoots out of its mouth. Guntar is laughing and crying as out of it bursts. Yes, it's a hentar. Fuck it. Uh, the hentar, which is essentially a titanic-sized abyssal chicken. I'm not fighting an evil chicken. I'm worshipping. I'm not fighting a hentar. Worshipping an evil chicken. I fought a hentar once. I'm not doing it again. Do I look like fucking Peter Griffin to you? This isn't my fight. Canonically, I walked away. <laughs> In which case, if you guys do not fight the evil chicken, then everyone's going to run screaming from the realm of Easter as a gate to the void is cracked open and an element of destruction is brought forth into the land of Fae. Thank you for joining us for our Soulsmith special this year. I feel that we'll have to come back next year and see what happens to the realm of Easter. Hey, everybody, go get yourself some toasted coconut and chocolate. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I had a great time. I'm not scared of the chaos. I thrive in it. I live in it. This is what happens when you don't prepare as a DM and you just let your players make decisions and they're mad about them. It's weird. So take it easy. Mary Solstmas, give a gift to a child and... Go to Ikea and get some meatballs. Yeah, go to Ikea. Go to Ikea, buy a gift. It doesn't matter if it's for a child or not. And then drive it, drive it to a person. Go to Ikea, buy a blush. And then take it to a child. For the child in your life. Adjacent to your life. Nearest most to your life. Cue the music. We're the fuck out of here. We're done. Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Brett Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jeff Lisk and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. Let's clap. Oh, the meatball was an Ikea reference, Ryan, in case.
The, the meatball was so beyond me. I didn't even know what the fuck was happening. Hey, you know what? Not, I, I just said yes to that, but now that you've told me that, he thank yes you. Anded. That was great. Yeah. I, he, he now yes that you've explained it to me, it's a it top, top-tier me. joke. I didn't. I did not understand. <laughs> that, that one's going to go... Yeah, that was Ikea furniture. That was, that I was, was like, Ikea furniture. Yeah. Ikea furniture, yes. Well, every yes time because you're if Ikea, you go to Ikea, they give you Swedish meatballs. Yes, I, know. I, ne- I don't know. I've never been to a single Ikea store. Me either. Store. But I do know that about them. But I'm thinking about getting a flurg. Guys, 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 guys. Do you want to go furniture shopping? <laughs> yes. I'd like to go meatball shopping. Because legit, the meatballs are good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Actually, day good. Trip. We should go to Torture IKEA. day trip furniture shopping. I just want to. I just, so just want to see Cielo's face when you're like, "Oh yeah, me and the guys are going to go to Please IKEA. record go it. Meatball shopping. <laughs> tell, her you, tell her that she can't go too, to make it worse. The guys we're, night we're out. We're gonna have a boys' day. Guys night out. Hey, hey, we're gonna go to boys' day. This is a boys' night. I would die. Boys' night would make it IKEA. You guys would need an alibi. You know who else would be mad if I just went to IKEA? Katie, yes, a hundred percent. Katie'd be like, "You're going to IKEA? Are we getting furniture?" And I'd be like, I'm "I'd be like, no, 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 baby, I'm getting furniture." And she'd be like, "No, bitch, we're, not we're going, going to IKEA, going to IKEA, IKEA and I'm coming home meatballs. with meatballs and a fucking and a stuffed and a shark. Stuffed you know shark. what? I'm gonna come yeah. home with fucking meatballs and a stuffed shark. That sounds great. 